0: look who decided to press play today this is z and this is amy and this is curse words and crayons presents true crime today the case we will be covering is the guy family thanksgiving which, let me just say, isn't only about carving up a turkey. But I shh. uh Yeah, it was a really bad joke, but that's just like, that's just who I am as a person. So thanks for settling in. Grab yourself whatever you want to drink. And yeah, let's talk about this
1: case. I don't think that this podcast would be what it is without your jokes. So don't even, <laughs> don't you go change in on us. These are, this is why people come here or for the the amazing humor that they get when they come to this case. So we had so much fun doing this or that for the Halloween episode. And since this is yet another holiday episode, if you can even believe it, let's fire some of those off. Okay. So Thanksgiving, this or that, turkey or ham?
0: Okay. So I, I, it depends on, it depends. I only like fried turkey. So my parents make a fried turkey every year and it is Mm -hmm. delicious for Thanksgiving. I like ham, but I do not like ham with pineapple on top. Like in everybody Mm. makes their, their holiday hams with like pineapple slices on top. For me, that's a no, I really do not like that. So it depends on how and what, but for Thanksgiving specifically, I am going to say a fried turkey, hands down, if you've never fried a turkey in peanut oil. Oh my Mm. goodness. That is how we do it. We have like a special turkey fryer every year. We've done it for like, like a bazillion all the years, Yeah, all the years.
1: It's so good.
0: It's joy. It's, it's juicy. It's, moist like it's delicious it's an actually I, I can't do dry meat like it's got to be a good time mm-hmm. you know what yeah. about you Amy
1: so we are turkey people um I'm not okay. a huge ham fan uh unless so I really like ham and like bean soup like so you know you take like there's like Ooh, leftover yes. stuff I'm into the leftover ham on. I don't want to eat it on the day of. I'm not, I don't know. It's like too sweet for me. I just don't like, like, even if you don't make it with pineapple, which I'm same-sy, I am same i do not want pineapple on my ham, but I'm a turkey fan, but I don't like lunch meat. Like I don't, if it's going to be turkey, okay. it's going to be like real turkey, but we brine ours. So we don't fry it, which I'm kind of surprised that we don't, but we don't, but we brine it. And I don't know what's going to happen this year. So we'll see because my parents are going to have my kids. What does brining it mean? So you basically soak it in like a big, like huge soup pot overnight in salt water. So it's like salt water with seasoning and like almost like a pickle, but like not with pickle seasoning. So it's just like salt and water and you let it sit overnight. So it gets it like really... It helps it to be juicy. Like I know you, you don't like dry turkey. That prevents it from being yes. Dry. Okay. Because then it's like fully saturated
0: in like all of this stuff. So okay. Yeah, I could handle that. that. I could do that. Mm. It's good. We inject good. ours with stuff. So mm-hmm. like which is similar, I think. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Canned cranberries or fresh cranberries? I don't like cranberries at all. Blasphemy. Ooh. Okay. So no, this one time i should find the pinterest recipe and put it up for our patreons mm-hmm. this one holiday season it might have been for christmas but i did a cranberry and jalapeno Ooh. thing it was cream cheese and then i covered it with the cranberry and jalapeno
1: like a salsa uh, kind
0: of yeah and but and uh-huh. overnight I don't, Amy, I don't know what I'm talking about at this point, but, you know, I know what I'm talking about. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's been a long time since I've made it, like, four or five years. But I know it was spicy. And and... you put it on, like, a cracker? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I made it into not, like, didn't look like a cheesecake, but it looked like an upside-down cheesecake, if you Mm -hmm. will, because it had the cream cheese on the bottom, and on the top it had... Yeah, the cranberry salsa. Okay, so. that sounds
1: good. I could get I don't like fresh cranberries because I think they're too bitter. But Ooh, I yeah, will no. eat canned, Ooh, canned canned
0: I might have even soaked the cranberries
1: in sugar or something. Okay. So like candied them or something. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. I could get down with that. I am the maybe only person in our family that will eat the canned cranberries and I had bariatric surgery like two years ago a year ago a year and a half ago and um so like literally I will open a can for just like a tiny bit and I'm not I'm not ashamed (laughs) I'm gonna do it again this year all right so most people (laughs) the next one is nap or go home most people will like nap at wherever they are I don't want to nap at somebody else's house like if I'm tired I want to go (laughs) home So do you nap or do you go home after like festivities are happening? Are you in it for the long haul or are you just there for like the meal?
0: I 155% want to go home, but Roberto kind of likes to stay, especially since we're doing like a switch off, Mm -hmm. like every other year we do a certain Thanksgiving. So then we kind of need to make a day out of it. We're driving an hour there. We'll drive an hour back. To me that means we need to stay for 4 hours. All right. I'm interested in the math, but okay.
1: So like you're there for double I'm of driving what to-, to drive. Makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes Unless sense. we got to bail out, but like that feels right. like an appropriate amount of time. Unless people are like getting up and we aren't really spending time together and then I'll be like oh sorry we gotta leave and like bounce out because like get out of here like if everybody else is bailing or if we're all not in it for the long haul then no I'm out of here. I'm out of yeah, here, you know? sure, agree. But no, if, if we're spending quality time together or if certain people are able to spend quality time together while I'm like reading my book or like, <laughs> you get what I, no, I like to yeah. read. I really like yeah. to read, you know? So like if my dad and... My husband are having a great conversation and I'm like, well, I guess I'll read my book for a little bit. Like, that's okay. Like, that's not a yeah. bad time, you know?
1: I think especially yeah. like if at your parents' house, like that would be okay. But if I'm like, yeah. at, like a relative's house, I don't want to hang out on your couch and sleep. Like I want to go
0: home. Oh, But I yeah, always want to go home. Sure. So
1: that's not really anything
0: different. Me. No, I for sure always want to go home too. Like that's just a <laughs> solid, solid for me. Here. All
1: right. Last one.
0: Are you a Black Friday shopper or
1: would you rather like pull all your own eyelashes
0: out? I don't even like shopping online on Black Friday anymore. It's not even that exciting to me. All the sales are like 20% off, like 15% off. And for me, I'm like, yeah. For me, I'm like, okay, woo, you know, but especially not in person. Especially not in person. But no, if something's gonna be 15, 20% off, okay, so you're telling me. In order for me to get $20 off, I'm going to spend 100 Yeah, no.
1: I have friends that still go Black Friday shopping, like, in person, get up at the butt crack of dawn and go and do stuff. And that is not my jam. It has never been my jam. I'm never interested in that. I have, <laughs> I have real shopping anxiety, Why? especially when it comes to, like, online shopping. Like, if we were to ever travel somewhere and rent a hotel room together, I need... hire somebody to do that i can't the price shopping and the different i want (laughs) to buy one thing i want it to be the same price no matter where so it doesn't matter i don't need the pressure so i would rather pull all my own eyelashes out than do any of that
0: fair enough okay before we actually get into the timeline of the case this is a bit of a different setup timeline wise i found Way more details about the actual crime portion of the case versus our normal episodes where I try to steer clear of, like, I try to give us more details about the backstory, the lead up. That's where we try to center a lot of our talk around, but yeah, this is like literally the actual crime crime that we will be discussing the most. So let us know if you have any feels. About any of that. Amy, let's get into it.
1: Let's do it. So, Joel Michael Guy Sr. was a full time pipeline engineer designer. Sounds kind of like a fancy job, but probably something pretty normal. His wife, Lisa Guy, was a human resources administrator, the world's most boring job, which, if you guys know, I'm also in human resources, like in my real life. So, totally boring, like not a super exciting job, totally basic everyday couple with boring everyday jobs. They had a son, Joel Michael Guy Jr., who was born in 1988, who graduated from the Louisiana School for Math, Science and Arts in 2006. This, if you aren't aware, is a school for gifted and talented kids. So, kid is smart, he's intelligent, he knows a lot of things. He later spent one semester at George Washington University, and then he attended Louisiana State University and lived in Baton Rouge, where he was going to school to become a plastic surgeon until 2016. So this guy was like a smarty, smart, smart pants. Like he he knew a lot of things. He had a roommate, and his name was Michael McCracker, and he said he was kind of socially awkward, that Joel was Kind of odd. The older Joel got, the more reclusive he became. He he reported that during the 10 year stint that they were friends, he doesn't ever recall Joel's parents to call or to come and visit him while he was at boarding school or while he was at college. McCracker stated that he had only ever met Mrs. Guy once or twice before. So this guy, it sounds like they were roommates and also went to boarding school together. This guy's like never met this kid's parents, so maybe a few times. So it sounds like, although later on in the story they are kind of financially supporting him, he doesn't. They don't really have a lot of a
0: relationship. Can we just talk about that guy's last name, though? His last name is McCracker. These is names that, themselves are that's like not bizarre. funny to you. Yeah, that's. I'm
1: McCracker. sorry. I
0: don't it's... know
1: why is but why is it funny like to you? Because a cracker is, you know, like a white person. Yeah, I just think it's funny. <laughs> is he? Did he have red hair? If if he has red <laughs> hair, it would then be funny to me. I don't.
0: I don't know. I just think that it's. It is a funny last name. Just like if his last name was McPipple. Mc, Mc, pickle, or McPickle. So like when you
1: take things and you make it mix something, that it's funny. Okay. I mean, all right. Yes. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, now I'm Mick only going to picture him looking from like, like how- Archie Andrews from Riverdale, though. Like this
0: redheaded, like McCracker. It also would so be a white dude's rap name. I wouldn't be opposed. Oh, my God. To if that guy doesn't start a, a rap Cracker. career, it's a serious I do it. I missed listen. opportunity. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm here to say, Amy. I'm just, that's what I'm here for. Oh my God. Now I can't picture him as anything other than a rapper.
1: You've ruined this whole backstory for me. <laughs> Thank you. So Guy and McCracker, they could also be detectives. If he wasn't a criminal, they could oh also my be goodness. a detective team. Guy and McCracker. Guy and McCracker on the case. This is totally like somebody write it up. I'll take my royalties off the air. Thank you. So McCracker, I'm glad we don't talk about him a lot in this story because I don't know that I can handle it. McCracker stated that he only ever met the mom like once or twice. So he was literally Joel's only friend from high school. And Joel had pretty much estranged himself from everybody else. I know that this guy, guy, Joel guy is really yucky but it makes me sad to hear that he's like totally like this loner there's something about and we talk about them so often when we talk about these cases secluded or recluse type people it just makes me really sad like I don't want to talk to people unless I absolutely have to but I know that I have like I have relationships with people that I can when I want to so that just makes me sad that he like kind of had isolated himself so the guys the parents started having a discussion with Joel about how they would soon stop paying for his schooling and they were expecting him to start working. So he's in school to become a plastic surgeon. He also, at this point, is 28 years old. So he's not working. His parents are paying for everything.
0: He had never had a job. Not only was he not working, he had literally never worked in his entire life. So I understand going to school, going to medical school is a full time right. fucking job. Like honestly, that's like and if you're going to be a plastic surgeon, that's like a big 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 deal. But he <laughs> never did anything to try to help with any of this stuff. And yeah, I I they also were trying to retire at this point. No, I right. mean they were near yeah. the age of retirement because he's 30. He's the youngest child by, I think, a couple of years, you know? He had some half siblings, I think, because
1: his he had sisters, but they weren't, like, full-blooded siblings, I don't think.
0: Okay, so then...
1: Uh, but then even still, so, it doesn't like, make a difference, but yeah, yes. but there's more than he one would, kid, I guess, is what I'm saying. They're supporting more than one child, and they're trying to retire, and I know at least one of his sisters had kids, so it's not like... Oh, it's just us and you're an only child and that's it. So on October 28th, they told him, start of the year, you're off the payroll. Like, this is it. So this was largely, like Z said, because his parents were getting ready to retire and they wanted to be comfortable. So this brings us to Thanksgiving Day. So this is like a month later. The conversation happened at the end of October. Now we're on November 23rd. This is the day that all the the, everything goes down. The guy couple and Guy Sr.'s daughters, so those that's where the half siblings come in. So they were Guy Sr.'s kids before he got married, were sitting down to eat when completely unexpectedly, they weren't expecting him to come. So as we heard earlier, he was kind of a recluse. He didn't really like leave his house or leave his dorm room. Guy Jr. just strolls right in. Nobody was expecting him. And like, are your ears burning? He had basically like, they were just telling the daughters about like, we're telling him we're discontinuing the financial support at the end of the year. This is it. It's awkward. (laughs) Welcome to every family holiday ever, right? Like, it's just like an awkward situation
0: but actually his sister stated he was like playing with her kids and he was allowing them to play with his toys like he was actually interacting with the family he sat down he had this meal with them before if they would have touched his like i don't know i don't know this if this is the right like what he had but i i envision them to be like funko toys right if somebody yeah, would have touched like, an action like figure of some kind, yeah. Exactly, exactly. If somebody would have touched his, like, special edition Funko toy, he would have raged against them, right? But now, well, I mean, to certain people, that's, like, really important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm certain, it, like, if somebody, if I would catch, like, I don't know, I don't know, somebody dumping out, like, all my beauty products in my bathroom, I would freak out, you know, like whatever so his sister was saying that or his half-sister was saying that he yeah he was playing with her kids he was acting abnormally normal if you will like he was really chill in retrospect it was very chilling once they heard all the details of what we're about to discuss so I just wanted to yeah add that in there to the timeline because yeah, he was unexpectedly there, but he was, like, a happy member of the family at that time. Like, he was playing with his nieces and nephews or nieces or nephews. Like To add to that,
1: also, the half-sister or whatever had
0: said that he didn't even, she wasn't even
1: certain he, like, knew her kids' names. Like, he was yes. that, he was that disconnected. He was that removed. So, to have somebody yeah. who's, like, uber weird walk into your family dinner and be like, hey, I brought toys. Anybody like, that is bizarre. Like, I would think the same. But at the time, no, you're they probably were probably, like, they so were excited.
0: Things. Yeah, they were the things in his room. He didn't bring them for the kids. They right. were his things in his childhood room that he was allowing them to play with. So, I mean – Man, that's a little less weird to me. Like maybe he had just like, now you're looking back and that's, that feels strange. Like, or what are you doing? Like, why, why would you try to be nice right before all this ended up happening? But mm-hmm. at the time it could have felt like maybe, maybe they told him and maybe he like heard them. Maybe he's trying to be more of an adult. Maybe he's trying to show some growth. I don't know, you know, maybe this is a turning point for him. Maybe this was the kick in the ass that he needed. Well, you know what? So this just
1: derails our timeline just slightly. But like, what if he did? Like, what if that was the intention was like, I want to become a better person. And then like, after this happened, he was like, nah, forget it. Like, I'm still going to do this (laughs) thing. Because there was definitely a plan, like, to make this happen. But I don't know. I want, I want him to be no nope. some sort nope. of relieved, but he's not
0: going to be. No, mm, no. Okay. Back to the timeline.
1: <laughs> All right. So later that week on the 26th, so this is now um, two to three days later after actual Thanksgiving happens, Joel Guy Jr. attacks his father with a knife in the second floor exercise room of the guy's home while his mother was out shopping for groceries. The scene showed evidence of a struggle with torn blinds, blood on the wall and in the corner, and an overturned Bowflex machine. Now Boflex machines, if you've ever seen one, they're pretty big like that. I mean, it would take a lot to kind of knock one over. So the struggle was probably pretty severe. Guy Senior's clothes were cut from his body and left near where he was killed. Two large knives laid nearby and his bloodied pack of cigarettes lay on top of the clothes pile. Then, Lisa Guy came home through the front door, dropped the groceries on the floor of the foyer, so like in the front entryway, and proceeded up the stairs. When she got to the top, she was attacked with a knife. Nine of her ribs were severed. Her clothes were then cut from her body and left near where she was killed. Nearby, there were also several tubs of sewer line cleaner. After killing both of his parents, he proceeded to dismember their bodies. Guy Sr.'s hands were removed at the wrist and left nearby on the floor of the exercise room. Mrs. Guy's head was removed, carried down the stairs, and put in a pot on the stove and then heated. At the trial, the forensic examiner testified that her head was not just cut but broken off with force. Both victims also had their arms and legs disarticulated, meaning like removed or pulled off guy senior at the waist and mrs guy at the knees their limbs and torsos were then placed each in a bin full of chemicals to dissolve their bodies and this part is really just the kicker each body had a large gash inflicted after death so that the chemicals would quickly seep into the body's main cavity just take a second
0: (laughs) yeah holy holy moly makes me want to vomit like I feel it in the literal pit of my
1: stomach I mean it's bad in any like way but like
0: he and did this cuz they didn't want to pay for his fucking college anymore. Like, bro, go work at McDonald's part-time. Like, do literal do do the least. Like, try to work out a payment plan with them. Like, try to do anything, like get a fucking student loan. I don't know. Like, you're almost 30. Like, it that that does suck, but like at, at 28, like I I I was making more than 0 dollars an hour, you know? Hey. I I was I went
1: I have an undergraduate degree and after i was well i wasn't married uh no maybe i was married when i got my master's but like all through college i went out of state to college i mean yeah my parents helped and like they were helpful but like i had a job all the time
0: oh no my parents paid for all of my college and i never had a job and everything like that but i'll tell you if they were like yo You've been in college for 10 years and we're retiring and we can't do it anymore. I'd be like, this really sucks. Maybe I don't want to be a plastic surgeon anymore. Um, maybe I'll be like, I don't know, part time worker at freaking Starbucks, like, or literally, literally anything, right. literally do anything anything at that point in time be a part be a bartender like there are so many things that you can do with a degree without a degree get your real estate license like I don't know Mm -hmm. but anyways he was injured during all of the fiasco of that disgustingness and he left the remains as they were and the house At approximately 3.30, he was seen in Walmart at the first aid section getting band-aids and ointment for the wounds that he had received, like, to his hands. He also purchased, like, rubbing alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, you know, the whole shebang. On Sunday, he drove back to Baton Rouge to have his wounds treated at this student clinic. That seems like a poor choice there, bro. Well, I guess he, like, they were so bad that the hydrogen peroxide and the, like, neosporin and purges, they weren't doing it. Yeah, exactly. Before he returned from the student clinic, police discovered the bloody scene upon performing a welfare check. Lisa's boss had actually called police to perform this welfare check because she hadn't heard from her in like two or three days. She felt like this was very, very unlike Lisa. So, again, when the Knox County officers, when the Knox County officers, Stephen Ballard and Jeremy McCord and others first found a seemingly empty house at 114. Four three four Golden View Lane. The house was for sale, yet there were no real estate locks on the front door. They found that the back door's doorknob had been removed and put on the front door, which like fucking weird, right? They could see trees on the floor, like straight and see groceries on the floor. And they could see things like bacon, sausage, ice cream. All this shit so they're like this is weird um through remaining hole in the back door where there was no lock because again he had like switched the knobs around they could sense heat and a smell and they could still see these groceries so they felt like that was enough to allow them to enter so once the office has- to their house because one of the vehicles was unlocked and there was a garage door opener. So they was they were able to press said garage door opener and go in that way because all in all they were like, this is sus, we can smell a bunch of shit it we Mm -hmm. can feel things radiating feels like something's cooking inside we can see bacon and other perishable goods inside this is all in all this is strange they had called for a welfare check this is enough for us to go in Mm -hmm. they first discovered a table with the guys wallets and a sledgehammer on top and then another with long guns a pot was also brewing on the stove downstairs, so that was like the, the heat that they had felt. At the bottom of the stairs were the grocery items, obviously. They then ascended down the stairs hearing a barking dog. They could then see Joel Guy Sr.'s hands on the looking down a hallway and discovered the dismembered corpses in solution and a bathroom items investigators found upstairs were sewer line cleaner, a bag of baking soda, liquid fire and drain cleaner, more drain cleaners, lies, food grade hydrogen peroxide, bleach and a bleach sprayer. Investigators also discovered a note in an open suitcase that depicted the name and Louisiana address of an Ace hardware store. Along with a notation about sewer line. Required biohazard equipment. I mean, we just oh, like, cow. right? So, yes, it required biohazard equipment for biohazard. And due to the volume of evidence in such, uh, Serving scene, the forensic unit worked throughout the night Monday and into the following day processing the crime scene. The Knox Sheriff Office and the East Baton Rouge Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office placed Guy Jr. under surveillance for a few days and apprehended him on Tuesday, the 29th in the parking lot of his Baton Rouge apartment complex on the Nicholson Drive. When he tried to get into his 2006 Honda vehicle. When Guy's car was opened in Louisiana, he had a meat grinder in the trunk. Oh. department in Louisiana provided additional receipts, but was later ruled unconstitutional by the judge. But, like, either way... He went to jail for this obviously there was enough mm-hmm. evidence against him to like put him behind bars but yes this was like the whole all, I guess yeah. Ugh. This, I this feel is. like
1: this is such a different case for us I, and I think it's more because this whiny baby is like be upset in my life, then you've
0: cut me off the payroll.
1: So we got to talk this a little bit more feels,
0: about this. This feels very Issa Segawa. Yeah. I agree. I don't I know say, that this Did I family... say his name right? Yeah, you that did. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, good. You did. And I started to second guess myself.
1: <laughs> I don't know- I mean the family situation is a little different like that guy's dad yes, just had I'm a few dollars but I mean like the attitude is very similar Bars. yeah yeah awesome vibe and the meat grinder okay so let's let's chat about this so there were more than 500 pieces of evidence cleaning supplies all of the evidence all of the different things the meat grinder all of these things 500 pieces of evidence and 27 witnesses for this trial. So like stealth about, he's like out and about, he's going to the healthcare clinic. He's going to Walmart to pick up supplies.
0: He's in and out of ACE hardware. Like this isn't just like a quick thing. I didn't even think about him going to the healthcare like, the student clinic as being bad because it provided more evidence against him. I wasn't even thinking about yeah. that, Amy.
1: Well, yeah. So, first of all, and, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess, but I feel like I murder someone <sighs> and I'm injured. Yes. yes. I'm not going to go to my school and then go mm. to the health clinic at my school because isn't my school going to find out eventually, number one, the people who are paying my tuition are now dead and i have all these weird knife marks all over my hands like that seems now i know that they do say a lot of times when people like murder somebody whether it's out of like they lost their mind for a minute like something happened they do wacky stuff afterwards because you just can't like none of it makes sense you can't piece it together but it's there was a lot of play i mean this was not just something he was like And I'm going to kill you. Like, it didn't happen the day that they told him. This was, like, weeks later. So why? Very difficult. And you add on top of that, the judge called this case the the most extreme form of abuse on a corpse that he had seen in his career of 25 years. About the the mother's head, I was reading that. And, like, so, the
0: whole thing, I mean, it's just awful. How do you cut your parents up? I don't understand, Amy. Like, I... uh, Okay. I love to hate my mom. Just kidding. I really love my (laughs) mom. But, like, sometimes she's the worst. Whatever. She's great. But again, yes, sometimes she is the worst. I would never cut her head off. Right. My dad so much. I could never... See, and he has a very good life insurance policy. We have discussed this before. <laughs> he has a very, he has a very good life insurance policy. They both do, actually. I would make a lot of money. It'd be nice.
1: It would be. <laughs> Is it worth the Mortal Kombat style removal of her head, though?
0: Like, what? I, I just, I can't. Act- that he and I are like the same age, which shouldn't mean anything. But for me, it just hits home more that it yeah, it's, it, I, I, I can more so put I cannot put myself in his shoes, right. which is what makes it more. Hard to understand and hard to comprehend because I can put myself in his shoes, but I cannot put myself in his shoes in any way, shape, or form, even so though we are about, the same age. All right, the things like
1: when you were 28, be a plastic surgeon, I don't imagine, but I mean, like, no relation, you know, like everybody has different stages, and I feel like as you grow and you know, like your stage of your relationship with your parents at 28 like what they're like there's anything my parents could ever tell me short of like them doing something terribly heinous to my children which they would never ever in a million years do but like there's there are very 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 maybe one thing in this world that would make me like lose my mind but I don't know that I could and murder them. I I don't I it's not that I don't know he'll, I could not he'll... I
0: couldn't he wanted them to be small enough to flush them down the fucking toilet. That's why he had so many drain cleaners and stuff. Because apparently putting them in the sewer was better than the bathtub or, like, something like that. But, yeah, he wanted their remains to be cut into such small pieces that he could flush them down the fucking ba- or toilet. Yes. Mm-hmm. But... That's not okay. Like that's a little bit
1: about the planning aspect and how he showed up at Thanksgiving and was like all happy, happy. I, that is a, such a mystery to me, but he was caught on several surveillance cameras buying the supplies. I mean, obviously it wasn't, you don't just buy those supplies to buy that. Like nobody has that much drain cleaner in their house. Like this is clearly all for the purpose of murdering his parents. But guys, there's surveillance camera showing this he used cash for every transaction, and he always used this, or most of the time, used the self-checkout. So he was trying to get around it. But what I don't get is, so the murder happens. He cuts his hand up pretty bad, which is why he ends up having to leave and like go fix it. But the, the body is there. What? Did, what? What did you think was going to happen? Nobody. With the With stove, the stove on on. and a dog in the house. My point? Did you just say like, "eh"? Let the cards fall where they may. Like, I'm just gonna go. Which is so bizarre to me. Um, leave the death penalty, and he was denied that, which is amazing because good riddens. Like, you need to think about this every day until you die a slow and horrible death. But wonder, you know you. How people in prison are treated—that are like child rapists or different—you know, like different categories—kind of get a bit. Like, I don't know what happens when you kill your parents. Is that like a way to go, or like a,
0: you're getting beat up every day?
1: I hope it's the latter.
0: Agree. Um, it actually, has this like really weird journal page that was presented as part of the evidence um that I will include in over on our page. And I feel like they should also give that out to all of his cellmates and see what they think about somebody who could make notes like that about his uh his parents murder that he was gonna perform. So yeah, our Patreons will get that. Um it will be a mm-hmm. post over there and Yeah, or you can Google it if you're not one of our Patreons.
1: Or disappearance of his parents. He was set to receive a $500, $500, nope, a $500,000 life insurance policy. So had he completed and like gone through with his plan, it seems as though his ultimate goal was to obtain the life insurance policy. But again, at what point did he just say, uh, "Like I, I hurt myself too bad. I'm not going back there." Like that just
0: seems—it's so bizarre. I don't know, but he had started literally buying things on November seventh. So there's like record of him on the seventh of November, on the eighteenth, on the nineteenth, on the twenty-first, buying all sorts of different supplies. From places like Ace Hardware, Home Depot, Academy, um, a real knife from Academy was actually Mm -hmm. something that he purchased. And then, yeah, Walmart as well. He was, yeah. So he was all over the place buying all of the things from November 7th. And remember, they told him on, what was it, the 28th 28th. of October? So... Like 10 days? 11 days? Woo. Yeah, 10 or 11 days. Woo. 11 whole days before he started buying their murder weapons. Or their Did dis- it say like what the day was? Did it
1: give a date? I wonder when all that started. If that was first or after.
0: I will put them, put it in the Instagram mm-hmm. stories as well. And then we will all know if it had the mm-hmm. date. Because off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Ooh. Well, I mean, it, all, it seems like whatever happened on the
1: 28th made him spiral. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, in a really mm-hmm. crazy way. And then to add the whole, like, happy holidays on top of it, where he shows up at Thanksgiving, just like, hey, what's up? It's Thanksgiving, let's party, is so bizarre to me. So we talked a little bit earlier about how he asked for the death penalty but he pleaded not guilty how are you gonna plead not guilty that's gonna walk over it? walk from all of this you've got 500 pieces of evidence and you're like nope i'm not guilty like that just feels come on buddy let's not do that
0: my only like devil's advocate Is that I could see maybe like. And this isn't like reason to kill anybody. But I could see overall. That he might have been feeling some neglect. From his parents. Because they didn't visit. They didn't call. They didn't write. I bet that was hurtful. Up In a loving home. With two parents. Who provided him literally everything. That they Mm -hmm. could. To help him succeed. They put him through school. Basically. 10 years, that's almost enough. Shouldn't don't you earn some kind of money as like a resident or this, that, and the other? So 10 years should be enough that you are making at least $3 an hour as a resident at a hospital somewhere if you're studying to be a plastic surgeon. No. So now medical school, that's not I mean, that's like not like regular undergrad.
1: Like you're going through medical school, that's expensive.
0: Yes, Even they if they took out loans.
1: It, but even yeah. if they took out loans. Even if they were like you know what we're going to take. That's still there's. I mean. then amount of money to just be supporting. I don't know. I feel like it sounds like there was. Some sort of weird disjointedness. Between their relationship. Like they didn't write. They didn't call. They didn't come visit. And maybe that was his choice. Maybe that was their choice. Who knows. Like I don't know the whole story. But also you've got. In medical school and my parents are like, you don't have to work. We're going to pay for this or whatever the agreement was at that point. They, my mom would be like, all right, you got to do something. You have to start paying for some of this because what are you going to do when you become a plastic surgeon and you're making a bunch of money, but like, you don't have any debt, but your parents are so in debt. Like that is, is such a strange Disjointed, like
0: relationship, you know. This case sucks. It was gross. This (laughs) guy is gross. Literal, this guy, guy, this guy. Parties for life. (laughs)
1: Mm Mhm. Yeah, Yeah. the names are unfortunate. This is un. It's unfortunate. But I will say though, this case was gross. This case was. Not the funnest case we've ever covered, albeit interesting. There are several Thanksgiving murder cases that are usually more around like fights that happen at actual Thanksgiving. This one just so happened to happen at Thanksgiving time, but there'll be a lot of people killing their families on Thanksgiving,
0: which I'm like, man, happy holidays.
1: This is great.
0: Uh, See you back, not this coming Wednesday, but the next with our newest homework episode. And it will be December. I just can't believe that it's almost 2022. We hope that you are loving life and hope that you had an awesome Thanksgiving. Holidays are weird. Um, so if it wasn't an awesome Thanksgiving or it isn't going to be an awesome Thanksgiving, that's okay, fuck it, you know, like, do whatever, like, do whatever makes you feel good on that day, um, on the day afterwards, it's only one day a year that, uh, we have to power through if it's, like, a weird space for us to be in, so, yeah, we're here with you either way, and um, we'll be back to chat together super soon. Until then, you can find us on Instagram at Curse and Crayons. Join our Patreon community for as low as $1 a month, and send us an email over at cursewordsandcrayons and Crayons at gmail.com with your case suggestions. See you over there. Bye. Bye.